Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today we have a uh, a cowboy pastor who's going to be on the the show in a moment. Before we begin with that, we're going to go ahead and take a break and uh, listen to some words from our sponsor. And we'll be back in a moment with the show. You're listening to The Core Business Show, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours, and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Jacquet. Well, welcome back with the show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. I guess to begin with, uh, uh, Doug, you on the line? Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the program. I really appreciate you joining us this afternoon. Not a problem. I guess to begin with, kind of tell us about yourself, uh, where you're from, and how you got started. Well, I currently reside in Anchorage, Alaska. We've been here for about 20 years, so this is kind of home for me. Wow. Uh, grew up in uh, grew up in Southern California, but uh, we, I, like I said, I've been here for the past 20 years, and, and uh, so this is definitely home. Started getting started in country music. Um, man, that, that's uh, I've been singing my whole life. I. I sang first solo when I was in church at two years old and, and have been singing ever since and country has just been always been a part of my life. That's the type of music I grew up listening to and uh, all my friends were into more of the rock music and, and whatnot, but uh, I was into in the country. I listened to Larry Gatlin, Gatlin Brothers, Kenny Rogers, uh, Lee Greenwood and, and uh, Alabama and, and some of those groups growing up and, and so I've just always been in the, in the country, um, and, and have always always sang. Uh, most of all my singing has always been in churches and leading worship and, and doing those things. And it's been just uh, uh, been kind of preparing me, I think, and uh, to to sing outside and, and do do what I'm doing now. Wow. So, 
it, what a transition uh, from uh, as a country orders. Now you also you're a pastor. That's correct. Yep, I, I pastor the Cowboy Church of Anchorage uh, here in Anchorage, and and so I, I I do pastor there as well as help lead the music in in, in services as well. Well, tell us about your, uh, the Cowboy Church itself there. Okay, well, the Cowboy Church we, we're uh, we are Southern Baptist Church, and and it's really a come as you are church. It's it's there's not a lot of frills or. or uh, you don't have to dress up or anything to come. Jeans, hats, boots, just fine. You can come on in and, and <laughs> join us. It's it's a it's it really is a come as you are type of a, a of a church where where we don't put on a lot of airs. I also don't use a lot of big words with within the messages and try to keep things very simple. And and uh, I think too many times we as pastors and and in church we we get so full of ourselves and. You know, caught up in tradition and caught up in you know, well, we have never done it this way, and and you know, we've got to we've got to use these big words to impress people. Uh, you know, I think we're we're kind of fooling ourselves, and we're playing more of a game. And Cowboy Church gets back to really just what what church I think is really supposed to be about. It, it's touching people right where they live. How did you get called into ministry? Uh... We always have our aha moment or epiphany moment or our calling moment, uh, being ministers in the church. How did that happen with you? You know, I was a sophomore in high school. Um, I was a sophomore in high school whenever uh, uh, I was at a youth camp. It was after my sophomore year in high school. I was at a youth camp in in Big Bear, California, and um, uh, it was was at that youth camp that I, I... you know, uh, really felt the calling to go into ministry. And uh, it, it was from that time, it, you know, it was, I guess it was between my junior and senior year, and it was at a, a, a youth camp up in Big Bear, California. Wow. So between that particular experience, what was it like with you personally, if you can kind of draw us in for that particular moment? You know, it, it was just... Um, it was just a, a time of clarity, I, I guess, more than anything else. I knew that that's what it was supposed to. I, I knew that's what I was going to do. Um, it, it was just really a time of clarity. There wasn't any confusion about it. it. There wasn't any, you know, bright lights or flashing sirens or anything. But it was just a, really a moment of clarity that that's that's where I needed to go and, and what I needed to do. I went and visited them. A uh, Christian College here in California, which is where I ended up going to, to college, Pacific Coast Baptist Bible College, mm-hmm. and um, I studied uh, music there and, and uh, was a music major. And you know, for for us, it's you know, God has always done that within our lives. He's given us just a real sense of clarity about where we're where we're going and what we're doing. Tell us about your style of music. Uh, there's different layers of country um, uh, music. Tell us about your particular style itself. I I tell people all the time it's positive country. Um, you know that I, that I sing positive country music. I I want to, you know my faith is certainly a huge part of who I am, and so uh, you're not going to hear me singing about getting drunk in the bars and and going out and cheating on anyone and, and those type of things. That's just not what you're going to hear. It's it's positive 
real positive country music. Uh, uh, you know, even the fun song on the CD, The Man My Dog Thinks I Am. Um, uh, you know, I, I want to be that man that uh, my dog looks at me and just loves all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, you know, voices, the Chris Young cover I did on there, voices, you know, I hear those voices all the time. My my grandfather, you know, my grandparents and, and my dad, my, my dad, my uncle, uh, my mom and, and everyone, I hear those voices all the time, you know, kind of guiding and directing me in my life. And, and so those type of things. And so it's a lot of, I, I try to do what I classify as, as positive country. Um, I would say, you know, uh, more of a Nashville type of a sound than a Bakersfield or, or Texas sound. I, would, I, I think it's more of a Nashville sound, but, uh, uh, the, the music itself, I would say, is positive country. Wow. So how your music comes to you, does it come in the middle of the night or during the day, or it comes like a thought? Oh, I uh, I am not a writer. Uh, so I, I my the music that's on the CD there, uh, I was able to find through the Independent Country Musicians Network, Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I, I found, uh, as well as Michael Stone with MTS Management, and, and uh, but I was able to find uh, uh, a fantastic writer in Pat Kelly. Uh, there were several other writers that I that I talked with and everything else there, but uh, just really fell in love with Pat Kelly's music. And, and so for me, there, it, it's it's really a labor trying to find the right songs. Um, I did. I spent. I, I listened to well over 300 songs. Wow! Uh, in selecting these the songs that are on that on that CD, you know, to to get to 10 songs, um, and it it you know it it was really uh, an artist project. I mean, it, it's really it really was very. That was the hardest part of the CD for me is selecting the music. Selecting music, I, I can imagine. We're gonna play one of your your tracks real quick. Uh, let's try. Okay. Uh, you mentioned voices, so let's go ahead and uh, segue into voices, and we'll be back again uh, with Doug Brickley. I hear voices, I hear voices 
Okay, we're back with the show. So, tell us how this particular piece came about. When you were thinking of selecting this one, what intrigued you? With it? was the lyrics, or was it the music, or was it a combination of the whole piece? You know, it was really a combination of the. It was a combination of the two, but the the lyrics certainly clumped out at me. Um, you know, the 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 melody of the song as well, but it, it really was. It really was a combination of the two, um, you know, and, and about influences in, in music, and certainly, uh, you know, Chris Young is, is uh, one that I really enjoy his music and listen to a lot of what he does. But he's definitely an influence. But it was it, it was a combination of all the above. It was it was that influence. It was loving the lyrics, having those things ring true in my life. You know, like I said, I do hear those voices. I do hear those types of things going on. Um, you know, my mind all the time. Whenever I try to make the decision, you know, so well, you know, what would Dad think? What would what would what would Mom say about this? You know, and how would how would they handle these things and, and these choices that I've got to make? And uh, you know, so it, it, it really is a, a combination of all those things. How you know, being in a Anchorage, uh, Alaska, it's a beautiful town. Um, it's kind of a mixture of a city. Uh, it's the West, but how does that environment play a part? Because it uh, Anchorage has its own way of doing things. I mean, I've visited there several times. And, you know, during this time of the year, you don't have you don't have a complete darkness. Then in the fall, you know, then you know the sun doesn't come up until ten o'clock in the morning, and, and it's uh, at three o'clock. It's pitch black again. Have, right. You know that can put different moods on the person. How can, as an artist, as a singer, how can that play a part of one thing about the Anchorage culture and also the environment itself? You know, Anchorage itself. Um, I, you're right. It's city, but it's it's still rugged. It's still part of Alaska, and it's it's. 
very unpredictable. You know, weather changes constantly. I've I've had plans all this week to do some work outside, and, and uh, you know, got thwarted yesterday. Just uh, I went to get everything started, got all the tools put together, and everything else, and then it, it started raining on me, so I wasn't able to do that because it's kind of tough to put up paint in, in the rain. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. It, so the unpredictability of it, uh, you know, the weather, the weather unpredictability, the ruggedness of it, um, you know, we're still a part of of Alaska, even though it's, uh, even though we are in a in a more of a city here in Anchorage. Um, the, the so it, it it you know the the weather just you you just kind of go along with it. There's there's not a lot to. Uh, you know, you find yourself you're not in control of it, so there's there's nothing you can really do about it. I mean, it's the same thing as folks that have the heat, you know, and, and the 116 degrees weather. What do you do? Well, you you continue on. You have to you have to do there's certain things that you have to do. You might not uh, choose to to cut the grass, you know, when it's 117 degrees, and, and might might decide to do that early in the morning or late at night. So we. You make those adjustments that you need to do. Um, the darkness and, and whatnot, you know, I, I tell folks all the time, you're either going to love it here in Alaska or you're going to hate it. Uh, there is no there is no real middle ground. <laughs> uh, there really isn't. And, and a big part of loving it is enjoying it. Um, if, you, if you, you know, put yourself in your house and it's, it's, uh, cause it's cold outside because dark outside you put yourself in the house and you don't uh you don't get out and enjoy the few hours of daylight that there are uh by finding a hobby that you enjoy whether it's going to the mall and going shopping whether it's uh uh which is not my hobby by the way uh, <laughs> but uh uh or or whether it's snow machining getting out skiing uh getting out uh just hiking uh maybe uh, mountain biking they they sell the you know the bikes the big fat tires to, to to ride through the snow and everything else, uh, whatever it is, if you can get out and then do something and enjoy it every day and, and it's something that you can't do in the summer, uh, you'll find yourself enjoying it a lot more. I, me per, particularly, I love the snow machine. Um, I enjoy snow machining. I enjoy uh, I enjoy getting out and going up to the cabin. We have a cabin about 100 miles north of Anchorage. I enjoy getting out and going up there with the family and, and and doing that and, and relaxing and, and uh, you know, just being outside. Um, and and it doesn't matter if it's dark or light, you're outside and you're enjoying it. Um, so that's kind of a draw for me. Wow. I, I don't I don't enjoy shoveling snow anymore. You know, I've kind of, <laughs> got, I've kind of gotten past the shoveling snow thing, but, uh, it, you know, that's a part of it as well. Yeah, it you know those well musically uh it will bring a different element, you know, like for example Denver will bring a different element of music of the the great American West and uh how the music and the style of music there is. Denver has been in the uh the dead heat of the south. Uh when it's hot you're gonna write some songs that are really gonna speak of the weather and everything else. It kinda Right. Aggravated, but however, Western U.S. is a totally different. It's the it's open, it's it's clarity, it's clear. And and um, uh, I had a friend who was a principal in Alaska. She said her husband moved her up there. And she said, "Oh my gosh, 
Uh, I cried for six months. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I lived here. Uh, he passed away, and I lived here for until retirement, which is uh, 20 years later uh, as a principal, and she moved back to uh, Texas later uh, to be closer to her family. Uh, her daughter was out, out of school, and she went through, got her daughter through graduate school, and that's all she can do. And she say she got tired of shoveling snow as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah. she moved back to, she got married, and she moved back to uh, a city outside of uh, Houston um, and back to her hometown. But in your music itself, you had a couple of reviews, press clothes. Doug is passionate with his vocal delivery. Uh, what a great song uh, is off to the great start, more than just a form. So the uh, next track I'm going to play uh, is the more. Tell us about this more piece when you select it and the story sure, behind more it. Than more than just a farm is, again, that uh, Pat Kelly and Ed Levitt wrote this one. And this is, again, uh, you know, this is one of those songs, the, the moment that I heard it, I related to the song. Um, you know, when I was 13 years old, I grew up in Southern California in, in Orange County. And uh, when I was 13 years old, I got to go spend the summer with my grandfather. We had a small farm in, in South Central Illinois, a little tiny town called Bolivie, Illinois. I think if you counted the pets, the population might have been about 50. Um, you know, but I got to spend that summer with him, and, and I learned an awful lot. And, and so this song just really reminded me of my grandfather and his farm and and you know, I went there that summer thinking I knew a lot. Uh, you know, 13-year-old boy, you know everything, right? And, uh, you know, I got there, and the first thing that I learned is that I didn't sleep in every morning. You know, Grandma was at the foot of my bed about between 4.30 and 5 every morning waking me up. Um, and, it, you know, first morning, it was quite the rude awakening. It was, it was quite scary. Um, but then I was out milking, helped my grandfather milk the cows, you know, collecting eggs and we butchered butchered hogs. We butchered you know rabbits and 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 chickens and everything else. And you know all the things that farm life entailed. And, and you know I, I spent that summer doing that. I learned to drive a tractor backwards and with a trailer and how to do all that. And uh, you know all those things. And so it was it was a real learning time for me. And, and uh, uh, it's one of the most positive summers that I can remember in my life. Uh, you know, I, I just had a great time that whole, everything was an adventure that year. And uh, I think that's a big part of the song. It's, it's growing up. And uh, as a result, you know, this in the song, the gentleman that, that grows up there, he, uh, you know, it, it's more than just, it becomes much more than just a farm. It's more than just a place. It's, all his memories are tied up there and, and who he is, comes from that hard work uh, out of that farm and that you know uh, there again it's it's uh it invoked those memories of me whenever i was 13 years old going and spending that summer with my grandfather and it's just one that i fell in love with wow who are the people i know you mentioned in the past who influenced your your style of music can i tell us the people you uh your greatest influencers uh, of music uh, that you listened to in the past, who you have in your iPod now, who you have it, uh, who did you listen to on your LP back in the, and uh, uh, when you were growing up? You know, growing up, my dad listened to a lot of Eddie Arnold. So I, I you know, wow. Eddie Arnold, heard that Tom T. Hall, 
yeah, Eddie Arnold and Tom T. Hall. I, I, you know, I, I, he had a lot of that. I grew up. Uh, I think the first album that I ever bought was a, was a Kenny Rogers album. Um, uh, the first concert that I ever went to was at Knott's Berry Farm in California. There, and Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers were there. Um, I think it was right before they really kind of hit it big. And, and uh, I was sitting about the third row, and, and one of the gentlemen up on the stage lost his guitar pick. He couldn't find it. Couldn't find it anywhere. He dropped it and couldn't find it. And shout out to the audience. Anyone have a guitar pick? Well, I was sitting about third row, and I had a guitar pick. <laughs> he finished out that concert with my guitar pick, which you know really was funny, because. I don't know why I had the guitar pick with me. I, I just carried it to be cool, I guess, because I really didn't play guitar at that time. Um, but uh, he finished it out. So, you know, Larry Gout and Gout Brothers, uh, I, loved, I loved Alabama. I used to, you know, drive around it whenever I got in my teenage years. I used to drive around with Alabama, you know, on the old 8-track player in my truck, you know, in, my, in my car, and uh, had an 8-track player, and I had Alabama in there, and, you know, Play me some mountain music, you know, the old A-track changeovers <laughs> and, and whatnot. And, uh, so those are the influences, you know, of the past, you know, modern. Uh, like I said, Chris Young is a huge influence. I really enjoy Chris Young's music. I really enjoy Ronnie Dunn. Toby Keith um, are, are some big influences. Those are folks that I listen to now. Um, but I try to have a pretty wide variety of folks that I listen to, uh, uh, Toby Keith, uh, Ronnie Dunn, Chris Young, um, Trace Atkins, um, those, those would be the ones that I, I think are probably the bigger influences mm-hmm. in, in my music. And uh, who do you normally listen Vince to? Vince Gill as well. Uh, Vince, Vince Gill, Gill as okay. Well. I, I love listening to Vince Gill. Yeah, I, mean, I not enjoy listening to Vince, yeah. Yeah, I thought I heard some styles. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play another track uh, that you have here. Um, I don't think we've done It's Country. Oh, It's All Country? Yeah. Okay, great. We're going to go ahead and play that one and uh, be back in one moment. Blues and rock 
Country. Wow, it's a powerful piece. I really like that one. Um, if there was a song that kind of speaks to who you are um, out of your music, kind of tell us about that that song. Oh, uh, you know, it'd be a, it. It really would be a toss up. The two Chris Young songs that are on there, the the voices is is one, but. The, you know, I'd say probably, probably the man I want to be um, would be the would be the one that would really define who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trying to trying to be better. I, I'm, I'm doing. You know, I make mistakes. I make mistakes in the relationship with my wife, my, my family, with, with with God. I make mistakes, but I, you know, I keep trying to keep and I keep working on it. And um, uh, you know. So I would say probably the man I want to be is it would be the closest to who I am uh, on the on the on that. I tell us some of the lyrics of it if you know it uh, offhand. Uh, tell us the story. You know the the story behind it, 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 it is really uh, you know where I have failed um, and yet I I'm coming to God. I'm down here on my knees. Um, it's the best place that I know to be to get the help um, and, you know, help me be the man that I, I want to be, that I can look in the mirror and I can be proud of that person and that, that I'm not ashamed to look in the mirror uh, any longer and, and help me be the person that my wife needs in our relationship and help me be the, the, the dad that, that my kids need. And, and so it's just really, a, it's, a, it's a prayer. The song is really a prayer. Um, to God, and it comes out of desperation. Um, you know, God, I'm down here on my knees, uh, and I'm begging for your help. And it's really, uh, uh, you know, I, I I can't, you know, all these books on self-help and 
everything else, man, they're nice, but you know, real change doesn't come, doesn't come uh, on my own. Real change happens because I make a decision and then I get help in, in reshaping me. I mean, you know, and, and God is the one who gives me that help. And that's really what the song is about. Tell us where you'd like to be, uh, remember, 100 years from now. You know, I, I, I've mentioned this before. I, I want my tombstone, I mean, kind of a weird thing. I'd like my tombstone to say something, you know, here lies a man that uh, loved his family, loved his God, and loved his country. Wow. And uh, I, 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 I think that's, uh, that, that sums it up. I, I want to be remembered as someone who loved loved God, loved my family, and, and, and loved my country. And if I can be remembered that way, I... I think I've done done some good uh some good things. I you know that's that's how I want to be remembered. Um uh, music is is a uh tool um which I can express the love for my family, I can express the love for my God, and I can express love for my country. And so that the music is a great tool to be able to do that. So if, if I'm remembered through my music as being that kind of a person, fantastic. Um Absolutely fantastic. Wow. In closing, any last comments you'd like to say? You know, just uh, I just appreciate the opportunity to be on with you and, and uh, want to invite folks out. I'm getting ready July 22nd. I'm leaving Alaska on a motorcycle and, and riding down to California, doing some impromptu concerts along the way and be performing down in, in Orange County at Ruby's. Um, of orange and and inviting friends and family to come on out and and uh, just just have a great time with that and so appreciate folks listening to the music and and I I really do and uh, and uh, the nominations I've received and the different things they are are really they really are humbling and and I, I thank everybody for those things and, and for enjoying the music and, and I and I hope that. Uh, Hope that they'll continue to enjoy it. And if they want to learn more about music, about my music, they can go to my website, DougBriney.com. DougBriney.com. And uh, there's links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reverb Nation. There's all the links are up there. They can also purchase music directly from the website there. Um, if they purchase a hard CD, I sign it and send it to them. And if they want it personalized, I'll do that as well. Um, they can also, the direct links to iTunes and everything is there that they can digitally download it. And, and uh, uh, so head on over to DougBriney.com and and, uh, and do that. And just just uh, be watching for me if you live anywhere on the West Coast, uh, from Canada down through, uh, you know, from Alaska down through Canada, all the way down in California there. Be watching for me. And your website for your church is cbcanchorage.org? That is it. Yes, that's it. Anchorage.org. Okay, I have to ask this. Now you're going to leave Anchorage, Alaska, and you're going to drive on the motorcycle all the way through Canada, through the West Coast, down to California. Correct, and then back again. <laughs> I'm spending about five days down there in Orange County, and then I'll be turning around and riding back. It's kind of cold. <laughs> I guess you're going to go into a warmer climate, but uh, wow. Uh, how long is that that ride? It's the round trip ride is right around seven thousand miles. Wow! And how long would it take to get there? About four days. Uh, I'm planning about five days to get down. Uh, and that's that's doing about 
12 hours a day on the bike. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty aggressive, aggressive uh, ride down. On the way home, I'm going to take a little bit more time. I'm going to take my time coming home, about eight days coming home, seven, eight days coming home, and I'm going to go up the coast. But uh, we're stopping along the way, doing several little concerts, and, and just going to have a lot of fun with it. Wow. Uh, so you could be traveling in a group. You won't be by yourself. No, I will be by myself. Oh, yeah, I will wow. be by myself, and and um, I've built a small, uh, built a small little teardrop trailer, uh, full behind the motorcycle, and that's where I'll sleep when I get tired. I'm just gonna pull over and take a nap, and and uh, if I run into really, really, really bad weather, I'll have be kind of a shelter, and that uh, I don't have to set up and take down all the time, as far as the tent, but. Uh, yeah, it's called. We're calling it the Let's Get Riding tour, and it comes from one of the songs that's on the CD. It's called Let's Get Riding about motorcycles and just you know having fun and getting out and needing some time alone and do that. So okay, uh, yeah. Well, you kind of a great way to celebrate the album. Wow. Well, that's really amazing. Lastly, I guess if you can as close with a prayer or something, since you're a pastor, we've never done this before, so. If we can go exit with a prayer, if you don't mind, and and uh, we're gonna pray for you as you go through your journey safely to your venues and come back uh, safely home to your congregation. All right. Well, I appreciate that, Father. We thank you for the time that we can come and and uh, to share a little bit about life and about music and 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 what's going on in our lives here, Lord. We just I thank you for the opportunity, and Lord, we just pray that you would uh, keep us safe as we're all doing different things today, wherever we're at, that uh, you would watch over us, keep us safe. Uh, Lord, I want to pray a special prayer over our military and wherever they're at, and that as they're serving our country and, and put in put, intentionally putting themselves in harm's way for, for us, Lord, we just pray that uh, you keep them safe today and let them know that we as a nation love and support them. Um, and so, Father, we thank you for that. Lord, I pray for safety on this trip that we're getting ready to take down to uh, California and back, Lord. I, the preparation has gone into this already. I, I thank you for that and the opportunity. Lord, we just uh, give this time to you and say thank you. and We love you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again, uh, Pastor. And I look forward to speaking with you in the future and have safe travels to your venue. All right. Well, thank home. you very much. Take care. Day. Same here. Right. Bye-bye. Again, this is another production of the Core Business Show with Tim J.K. You can download this on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, thank you for listening. Take care and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim J.K. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.